Today is October 4th. Tomorrow is the wild card game against the Red Sox. We've got to dive into this one and talk about it. Let's talk some Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking to Yanks. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake, and we have BBD in the corner. It's brought to you by DraftKings. Jake, how you doing? James, BBD, everyone live in the chat. Bronxy, John Bronxy. How y'all feeling? How y'all doing today? It's uh, calm before the storm. We're in the eye of the hurricane, pretty much. Like, today, we're kind of good. Like... Tomorrow, the winds start picking up. The storm starts hitting. Uh, and it's going to be crazy. We just did talking baseball. We talked about the Yanks Sox a little bit, uh, but we also covered uh, the other wild card games and all that. We're here. It's one game. Garrett Cole, Evaldi, Yankees, Red Sox. I mean, tomorrow night is going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> And like 50% chance of a bad time, 50% chance of, and a kind of an amazing fun moment. We'll see. Um, and yeah, man, I, uh, you know, today I'm good. I, I went soft hair Jake today. No gel, just kind of chilling, relaxing. Vibing. And then tomorrow. Grease City. And also today. You know, I'm kind of tuning up with the Binho tournament. Yeah, big Binho tournament tonight. I was actually going to open up and let people know I got two pieces of business to discuss before we get into the wild card mm. game. One, big Binho tournament tonight. Jake versus myself in a seven-game series. Joe's McFly of Pinstripe Strong and Jolly Olive of Shea Station will be the undercard. We will have a referee. We will have an MC. It'll also be Joe's McFly. Uh, we have, I think, a three-camera setup. It's going to be intense. Dim the lights. I don't know if we got stadium lighting, but that, that'd that be funny if we did. There'll be lights. Tune in for that. It's on the John Boy and Jake TV. Uh, John Boy and Jake TV YouTube channel. So go on and tune into that tonight around 7 o'clock. We'll be going live since there's no sports. Order of business number two that I wanted to discuss. Thanks. And uh, for watching... And listening, and if you watch on YouTube and you have not subscribed to the channel, we never ask for it. Um, you're supposed to say it like every single video, but that's so boring. Boring. Um, so we'll do it now, and we'll do it at the end of the postseason, and hopefully that's not tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, if you watch a lot and you find yourself on here live on the live streams and you're not subscribed yet, it helps. Makes no difference in your life moving forward at all. You can subscribe and turn off notifications, and like nothing's different. Mm. But it helps us a whole deal. The whole deal. All right. Here's what we got going on. We are first going to look at what our wild card roster was. Yeah. I think last week we did it. And see with, there's been a lot of changes now in the last week. See what it becomes. So we are going to take 
the giant bush that is all the available players, and we are going to manscape it down into a beautiful, mm. tidy, neat, performance-ready, active 26-man roster. And it's brought to you by Manscaped, because that's what you can do down below. You can trim that up. Yeah. Make it look good. I put a replica of Fenway Park. You did? Yeah. Right above my two balls, one strike. That's weird. It's awesome. Did you do it with the Performance Package 4.0, maybe the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer? I sure did. I put every player out there, too. Whoa. I have runners on second and third. I have Monument Park. Yeah. Just all the retired numbers. It's incredible. You can do this, too, with the Lawnmower 4.0, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. Those get in play. Those help out. It's like when people do designs in the grass and they have, like, the lawnmower, like, tilted and shit. This package also comes with the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in both your nose and ear. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code YANKS at manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping, code YANKS, manscaped.com. YANKS. All right, let me uh, share this link. BBD, there is also a production note. The Talking Baseball Wirecast setup didn't have this, but this one has like a ringing. I think it might be the levels on Wirecast because the Roadcaster is the same. Yeah. All right. I will share the link with everyone. Um, We did this last time. So there you go. Bam. Link shared. Let's see if more people start coming in. Here's what we had last time. Uh, We had DJ LeMayu leading off, and he was part of the roster. He's out. Out. Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton, Gardner, Higgy, Glaber, Geo. They're all there. Do we are we doing lineup at all? Really we'll get there. Um, all right, so the bench, Voight, out. Out. Who the hell is the bench? Yeah. Uh, let me just put him here for the sake of it all. So right now, Wade and Velasquez and Gary are the bench for the wild card game. For sure. Now, Brantley's not on the 40-man roster, but uh, apparently BBD thinks, and he might be right, that he can still be moved to the 40-man before the game. If he can't, then the Yankees only have two catchers and Gary's not pinch hitting, nor nor is he – then Gary's not playing the wild card game. I mean, they have 40-man 40 40 wiggle room, right? I mean, they just put Brody Kerner on the 40-man, right? I mean, I thought for sure – Moving Voight to the 60 was going to be to open up a 40-man spot for Brantley. And then they brought Kerner up. They brought Kerner. I don't know if just putting him on the 40-day spot for a day helped him or something. Just in case Sunday didn't matter or something and they could call him up. He he wasn't active. Yeah, well, Sunday ended up mattering, so you kind of couldn't call him up. Didn't they call him up right before the game? Or not call him up, but put him on. Was it Saturday or Sunday? Either way, I mean, Heen Dog is still on the 40-man. We can't even... Really have that discussion because we've done it too much. Um, so yeah, um, we'll see. I feel like Brantley because didn't you check the wild card game rosters? They went three catchers anyway, and that but, was. But if he can't, he has to be in the organization before the end of August, so he he'll be good. They just have to get him good. onto the forty man. All right, so then I'm gonna think they're gonna move Brantley up. I would assume and, so because otherwise Gary's just not even an option because you're not gonna right. pinch hit Gary if you don't have a third catcher. You're just you're setting yourself up for failure for no reason. And then Florial can now be part of this if they want another bench guy. I mean, they don't need a fifth bench guy. 
But if they want Florial, like you don't need that many pitchers. Yeah, th- that's kind of the other side of the argument. Like you'd only need so many. So and literally, we're starting to get into a situation where the options are pr- pretty few and far between. I mean, Jonathan Davis, um, Florial Gittens, um, like is Trey and Berge on the forty man right now? So, I mean, you start running really low. On even options for the bench I think they carried 13 So I think it might just be those four guys It was 13-13 last time So yeah, it might just be Gary, Wade, Velasquez, Brantley Okay We'll see Call, he will be there For the people people in the chat right now Shouting out Greg Allen Also not on the 40 man They never called him up If they did a sneaky it would be, Never put him on the roster if like put him on for this. They're not going to make a move to put Allen on when they can just do Florial if they're looking for a seventh bent seventh outfielder or whatever it is. Yeah, they would just do Florial, where they don't have to make a a move. They just literally just put him on the roster. If they just want somebody who can pinch run, play center field. Yeah, which is what Greg Allen would do. Like you're not getting either guy for their bat. You're just getting him for their ability to play defense if they need it. Yeah. So it'd be Florio. So pitchers. We got call. I mean, this is still like we don't know anything. Let's go bullpen first. Yeah, I think bullpen, soft fuzzy, seeing some audio stuff. We're good. We're back. BBD gave the thumbs up. Um right. Chapman, Chad, Laza. Wandy Holmes. I have Joelli off. Sevy and King on. For sure. Um, doing that for math reasons. So that's nine guys. So you can have four more pitchers. So we've talked about the backup starter a lot. Um, that's going to be Nestor, Monty. Um, I like it as Nestor. I, we've kind of landed on Nestor. That makes... Kind of the most sense if you need someone to come out of the bullpen. He's done that. What about Herman? Uh, and so that's where I think things kind of clear themselves up pretty quick. I know we we'd had a little Joelly conversation yesterday. I think they're gonna leave Joelly on, um, just if they were to ever need one out from a lefty. I don't think he's part of the plan at all. Um. But uh, who are our options at this point? Herman, Kluber, Monty, Abreu, Joeli. Like, I think you just go Herman, Joeli, and you're kind of, you still have room for another. Yeah. You know? Herman, Joeli, Abreu? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, part of me almost thinks. I mean, we also. Do you, uh, do you just go. Yeah, Tyone, but he threw. I mean, he threw the other day. I mean, I guess now looking at this, my heart almost says have Monty over Albert Abreu, have him as the backup Cole extra inning pitcher, and I'd rather just have Nestor ready to go than Albert Abreu. Like, if a, if a baseball game gets to the point where we need Albert Abreu to come in, I'd rather have Nestor. Yeah, you could say the same thing about Joely and Kluber. Like, at no point should Joely or Abreu be part of a wild right. card game. Well, 
If it's the thirteenth inning and Devers is up, <laughs> okay, give me Joelle. You know, yeah. like that's. I mean, at this point of the twenty-six man roster, we are having conversations <clears throat> like that. You know. Yeah. All right. So, can I do something with you? And there's, I think there's fifty people watching the chat with us. What Fuzzy just say? Fuzzy says he's a Yankees fan. If we get the W, he's coming, coming out? out for a game or two. Hell Fuzzy, yeah. come through, bro. We got a recliner open and ready for you. And if the Live recliner's stream. filled, my lap's right here. I'm going to bold these. Oh, okay, so so that's what we got. So what are the the only coin flips at this point would be? Pieces that really don't matter. Yeah. At all. It's really not worth talking about. Yeah. I mean, I was going to try and do, like, worth talking about. We have it. And and this, this crew. <laughs> yeah. And this crew. Are really the only ones. I think you can bold Velasquez too. Yeah, the only ones that like should play a part in the game, or you know, even if it's close in extra innings, like the bold guys should be who. Yeah. We're so anyone that's not bold, it's just a spot. And yeah, I mean, I don't even want to be shots fired at like Licky, hell, even King, who's been really good lately, but like they probably won't even be in this game script. Um, Not it's, one game. No. Yeah, it's one, one game. game. All right, so let's do. I'm doing the bolds. People just want to stay on the sheet with us and follow along. Let's do lineup. Because I am. Do you think they're going Glaber leadoff? Yes. Probably right. They've done it the last three games. He's hitting really well the last twenty. And the biggest thing is, I think they like Rizzo two, Judge three yeah. more. Then they would rather Rizzo one, Judge two, or Gardner lead off Glaber, yeah. ju- Rizzo Judge two. In my head, I I don't think it wouldn't be guard dog lead off because you're you're just putting yourself in such a tough position for you know the fourth at bat if Guardy's up with two outs in the ninth. Like love guard dog, but you need one of your your big dudes there. Um, I think the Rizzo door is open. And it would be kind of a Yankee-ish move that they, like, hid their secret a little bit. Like, we were willing to do this. We just haven't done it. I do think the way they love Glaber and trying to keep his morale up and, like, hey, I know shortstop didn't work out this year, but now you're our leadoff hitting second baseman. How nice is that? Well, I, I also think that he's good there. His swings have looked a lot better. I like mean, he's been fine. It hasn't been a problem. Um, this is my best guess at what they're going to do, only because this is what they've done recently. But I don't like this. This is not what I would do. And what for those just listening and not following along, my my best guess at what they do is Glaber leading off, playing second, Rizzo at first, Judge right field, Stanton DH, Gallo left field. Geo shortstop, Gardner center field, Higgy catching, Odor at third. That's what they've done lately. That's what it seems like they're going to do. I wouldn't do that if it was me making the lineup. I'd go Glaber, Rizzo, Judge. I'd go Velasquez. I'd move Geo to third and go Velasquez. It's one game. I'd rather get beat because they couldn't hit than get beat because they had bad defense Yeah, in one game. So, and if Gio is limited because he dove into the dugout, 
If he's limited at all in any way, then put him at third where he doesn't have to move as much. Yeah, I'm, if Glaber's limited, I, I think Gio. that ends the conversation. Geo, if he's limited. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to see. I mean, Geo played some of that game again and then the off day, so we're, we're going to be waiting on the updates from him. In one game at Fenway Park, Eileen Odor over Velasquez. If the lineup comes out and it is Velasquez, I'm going to be okay with it. I mean, I, I was the one out here <laughs> preaching put Velasquez at shortstop. This team hasn't hit all year, so give me your best defensive lineup. Um, that being said, I mean, the, Velasquez, kid from the Bronx, awesome story. Um, he hasn't played a ton of baseball, and it's a one game at Fenway Park that might get remembered for a while. That that The game's going to be moving fast. I'd rather have Odor out there who's played in a lot of big games. Um he had the the at bat to start the rally the other day. Um, I'm probably going. If I had to do a lineup, I'd have Rizzo leading off in this game. Um, I think you know do what the other team doesn't want to see, and I don't want to see if I'm the Red Sox, Rizzo, Judge, Stanton to start the game. Um, hell, well, you, hell, you could even put Glaber four there, Gallo five, so you're still empowering Glaber. So. That was my next big conversation. Okay. And you might you just found the answer for it. Gallo can't hit behind Stan. Mm, interesting. Stan needs someone to protect him. So what you're doing there, I really like because you're going Rizzo Judge Stanton one, two, three, which from a game level I like, because you're just putting your best three hitters, one, two, three, and then you go Glaber four. Then Gallo and the rest, and now Stan has some protection from Glaber, who's been hitting really hot lately. And I, I still like Gallo. I mean, he obviously plays a different brand of baseball, but hey, similar moment. This is the biggest game of his life. You know, I, I think you feel it a little more batting cleanup after Giancarlo Stanton, especially like, you know, Stanton is probably the most. I think Stanton right now is more feared than Judge. What he did to the Red Sox last series, the three homer, ten RBI series. In recency bias, Stanton is the most feared in our lineup by the Red Sox right now. So, like, if it gets to a point in this game where Stanton, his first at-bat, hits one through the wall, the next at-bat, they're just going to pitch around Stanton, and if Joey Gallo struck out his first at-bat, this game starts getting real quick. So, that's where the Rizzo conversation does get some steam. Um, I think they're going Glaber leadoff. I th- I think they obviously, they still believe in Gallo. Um I think the only thing on that original lineup, um, Glaber, Glaber leading off Rizzo, Judge, Stanton, Gallo, Gio, Gardy, Higgy, Odor, I think they might flip uh, Odor and Higgy um, just so if Higgy's spot comes up for the third at bat and Cole's out of the game that you can go to Gary then. Um, yeah. But again. The last couple times Odor, I just did that based on the last two games Odor played. Right. He batted ninth. Um, so I I switched yours. You have – you would – is this yours? So I th- I think my line. Well, are you doing what I think is going to happen, or no, what no, Coach no. Jake would? We do? both think the same thing's going to happen. Yeah. We we both think this is. Coach Coach Jake would have Rizzo lead off, Judge Stanton, Glaber, Gallo, Geo, Gardy, Odor, Higgy. Yeah. If that's if Geo's healthy, if if Geo is limited, I'd put him at third and Velasquez at short. But I'm going to assume he's healthy. Damn it. 
All right, so there we go. Yeah, I uh, even if Gio's healthy, I think I'm going Velasquez at short. I think they're the same with the bat. I think that Velasquez's speed makes up for maybe like the lesser bat. Like Odor's got a better yeah. I think bat. O- Odor's bat you have to say is better. But if Velasquez has speed, but if which Velasquez ties gets on, he can do that. he can do more on the base paths. And the defense is just better with Velasquez at short and Gio at third, and it's a one-game playoff. You win and lose with, you know, the Yankees get shut out. So I go, well, hitting did nothing. If yeah. the Yankees lose 3-2 to two in the third run or one of the three runs comes on an error on the left side, that's going to be brutal. I've Again, I love Velasquez. I was here yelling, put him in as the everyday shortstop. That didn't happen, and because of that, that's why I'm with Odor. You know, we've we've had a lot of rides on the Odor train this year. I mean, some of his power-hitting second baseman numbers are impressive, um, and it's one game. And Velasquez, man, like, when you actually look at his numbers, it's, like, very much, my God. I mean, the guy's got a 525 career OPS. He had a 594 OPS this season. Um, so, yeah, if he gets on base once, it's a win. But I can't tell you he's getting on base in this game, you know. And Ruggio Dor, we know there's a chance he runs into one. I'm not saying it's high, but we've seen it a lot. He's played so much baseball. Um, so that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, cool. And the other thing is if, if Gio's a little banged up, you know, can you do Velasquez as a defensive replacement in in the sixth inning after Odor has his second or third at bat? That conversation could be on the table if the Yankees have the lead. I don't know. Kind of yeah. depends on Gio. I, uh, I had to do this on Twitter this morning, and uh, someone in the chat kind of just said it, uh, a little bit about Gardner. So I would just reiterate again mm. for the people – at home, Higgy will be catching because it's Cole. So a lot of people are saying by standing in the field and DH Gary. Gardner has been a better hitter than Gary this last month. Maybe in the second half. In the second half of the season, he's been a better hitter yeah. than Gary. Gardner makes the defense better when he's out there as a whole. Gardner saw the most pitches per plate appearance in MLB this season. He's starting the wild card game. Oh, yeah. Just want to let people know, like, it's warranted. It's the smart decision on, like, five levels. Yeah. So if you, you're out there clamoring for Guardy not to start, like, he's starting the wild card game. Yeah. I guess what could be interesting right now, the Yankees really don't have an outfield replacement Florial would be the guy and we've seen Florial played in center Wade. over Guardy this year but they want to drag and drop Wade so let's say this game let's say Chris Sale comes out of the bullpen and guard dogs up and they're going to stick with Higgy and they want to use Gary in that situation do you have Florial to go play the outfield in the eighth or ninth inning I don't know I, I just the conversations that they're having right now and overthinking just like we are Kind of fun. Yeah, I mean the pitching. You, Joely Abreu down here just put Florial like instead of them, and like right? who cares? It's not a big difference. It's kind of a body. 
Yeah. Like I, you can, like you could kind of talk me into Chris Gittins over a break, you know? Yeah. Hard hitting. Hard hitting Chris Gittins. Um. Well. What next? Do you want to talk Yankees bullpen, or you want to go to Red Sox side of things? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're gonna be doing a pregame show tomorrow, pitching path to victory, and you guys probably know a lot about it, so we can even let that stew a little more. Yeah, I guess let's have some open Yankee fan Red Sox talk. Do we need to do? Yeah, brought to you by Magic Spoon. I told a heartbreaking story on talking yeah. baseball today. I'll tell it again. I poured a bowl of cereal. Damn. Big bowl, dude. Because it was sometimes I eat cereal as my late night snack, and I just like a little bowl. I have yeah. different size bowls in the cabinets. I grabbed the big bowl. You grabbed the big bowl. The big one, deep, mm. wide. I poured so much of my fruity magic spoon in there, and then I poured my frosted magic spoon on top, like sprinkles, because it gives a little more sugar taste to it. And then I opened the fridge, and I was out of milk. Mm. And that hasn't happened to me in a long time, and it was heartbroken. I just sadly kind of ate some dry cereal. I Still like dry good. cereal, so I don't like feel too sad for that story. You like you prefer it dry? Um, I wouldn't say I prefer it. I'm like I'd say I'm sixty forty at this point in my life. Sixty dry, sixty wet. Oh, there's certain cereals you can eat dry. Sure, and I have Magic Spoon as one of those cereals. Magic Spoon is great with milk. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. You can build your own box, get the flavors. I suggest the fruity and the frosted and the blueberry. Still saving my blueberry box. Mm. Exactly. Um... Go to magicspoon.com slash yanks, grab a custom bundle of cereal, and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code YANKS at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's baked with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt for cereal at magicspoon.com slash yanks. Use code YANKS to save $5 off. Mm. Ooh, all right. Postseason? Pitching path to victory? Wild card? Yeah. Man. Is Chet offering any good takes here? Brantley. Do we call Carabas? No. Um, Nathan Evaldi is starting for the Boston Red Sox. The last time we saw him, 2.27 earned. Um, Yankees had a tip. On him, he had one start after that, and he went six innings shutty against the Orioles. So we'll see. We'll find out really early if the Yankees had it and the O's didn't, or if the Red Sox solved it. I'm going to go into the game assuming they did. Um, they've got a lot of good players and good scouts that dedicated their life <laughs> to figuring that out. Uh, so I'm going to assume that. Um their bullpen is really interesting. I, I think they're going all hands on deck. Uh, Hauk and Sale both got pulled early in their last starts. They both threw around 50 pitches. I think for an inning, they're not out of limits. Uh, the guy that looks like he could be trouble, Nick Pavetta, closed out their last game. Uh, if you haven't seen it, Pitch Ninja has been all over it. His last curveball he threw to Juan Soto was uh, was video game stuff. 
was video game stuff. And you you guys know a lot of the other characters. I don't know if Barnes has a role in this game. I don't know if Otto has a role in this game. Yeah, I tweeted it out. I asked Red Sox fans. It's like, what? What's the what's the plan here? Actually, our buddies from We Got Ice texted me. We got mice. Uh, and they said that it's very much. Is it Hawk? 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 Hawk. It's very much Hawk. He got pulled after 53 pitches. He's well-rested. He's been pretty good against the Yankees this season. Avaldi, Hauk, and then Whitlock Robles, I, I believe, is their, like, four-person path. And then if they want to get um, Otto, I don't think they're going to go to Otto after what Damn. happened. And he just got pulled for walking two guys, even though Renfro dropped the ball for him. I don't think they like Barnes, so they can't bring Darwinson in against – Anyone again? No. I think they're. I think it's. I mean, Pavetta's the other option if you can do a an inning. Um, yeah, they're they're not going with like a formula that they've used. They're doing. It works for teams where you go starters in here and and you know drag and drop where. And Cora did it beautifully during their playoff run. He did. Like yeah. he, I kept thinking that the bottom was going to fall out, and I didn't know if that was just me being a Yankees fan or. Him pushing the limits as far as they would go, but it worked perfectly. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm interested. I if Chris Sale gets up in that bullpen, I'm not going to be shocked. Would they love to win the game and save him for a game one? I think they absolutely would. But like Cora is going to do everything to get that win. Um, it's an open open board for me. Yeah, for the Yankees. They they have the better bullpen, um, and if Cole gives them six strong, then obviously they have a seven eight nine plan. I mean, it's a combination of Holmes Chat or it's a combination of Chad Laza Chapman. If they're not super high on Chad, they could go to Sevy. Well, I guess that's I guess that's where the Yankees convo lands, right? Chapman's got the ninth. We know that. Who's the eighth? Is it lasagna? I think it's Laza, yeah. He's he's deserved it. He's looked fine in his appearances yeah. since then. So it's lasagna. Seventh, Clay, Chad, and Sevy. That's an interesting discussion. I'm sure there's a lot of how you feelings and looking at matchups <laughs> and all that. Um, Sevy's last outing, outing against Boston was pretty nasty. Is that the two-inning I, I don't like Holmes if there's runners on at all because – We've seen him throw some wild pitches, some pass balls. We've seen him get crossed up a, a couple times. Like, if he's off a little bit, his stuff is too scary. Yeah. And it just goes everywhere. So, if it's close game, tying runs on, and you're bringing someone out of the bullpen, I don't like Holmes in that spot. I like him for a fresh inning. Or coming in with two outs and no one on and has to get uh, a tough righty, like JD's up or someone's up. I think it's heavy, dude. We'll see. He hasn't given up a run yet. Sevy is definitely part of the plan if Cole is shaky. If they need to pull the plug on Cole early, then you definitely go on like two innings out of Sevy and then one inning out of uh, Holmes, one inning out of Chad, one inning out of Laza, one inning out of Chapman. That's four plus two from Sevy is six, and then three of Cole. That's the plan if it's – I don't think Litke's part of this plan. I don't think um, – well, I don't even think Wandy is part of the plan now. I don't think they're they're upset if they have to go to Wandy at this point. 
but I don't think he's part of the the winning up by three script. Because uh, let's be honest, unless this game gets really out of control both ways, Cole's gonna go five. Like Cole's gonna go five, and like we just talked about, I mean we're Chappie, Laza, and then Sevy, Chad, and Clay. Like you're there. You can't. As much as I love Wandy, I don't think you can put him over any of those guys unless it's Devers with two outs, right? Someone needs to be the Devers with two outs, guys. I wonder if, like, they just go Litke and Wandy all the time if it's Devers with two outs. And I think it's got to be Wandy, man. Let me see Devers versus those guys if he's faced him. He, Devers, if they get Devers with two outs and they're already into the bullpen, what are his splits? First, I want to look at his splits, and then I want to see if he's faced those guys. Because, all right, so versus left-hand pitchers, he is worse. All right, change up. He is, he's still good, but he's worse versus lefties. Dude, if they go Joelle, I don't know, man. No, they can't. They, they burned him so bad. Last game, Joelle threw so many pitches. Yeah. I don't even know if he could bounce back by the point. How many? I mean, how many did he end up throwing? It was. I think it ended up being like thirty-eight, thirty-nine. So not crazy town, but. Well, I think he usually throws like f- seven. Right. Well, he hasn't been used a lot. They can't go to Joel. Who's the other? Peralta. Wandy. So he's zero for six against Wandy with two strikeouts. Mm. And he is one for four against Litke with a single. So Wandy and Litke will should be saved for Devers with two outs. There's that's the only time they're part of the script, and Wandy's the first one. Mm. I'd pull I mean if it's Chad, two outs, Devers comes up, bring in Wandy. I'd be feel more comfortable. Yeah. It's a very specific scenario, but Yeah, hey, that's that's how these games break down a lot. Um Luizaga, um, Schwarber's one for one against him. Verdugo is two for three. Um, and I think Bogarts is two for six. Um, so you start wondering there um, if they start eyeing a lane for him or Severino if they just play straight numbers. Um, I don't know, but just stats, numbers. Stats and numbers. That was the most pitches Joelle's thrown in an outing since May of 2017. Good time. (laughs) That's pretty nuts. Yeah, I like what we stumbled in there. Wandy's the Devers two-out plan. Otherwise, he's not part of the script. Hmm. Do we not have the three batter rule in the postseason? We do. That's why we're saying with two outs. Yeah, because otherwise you just let Chad, Clay, Sevy. They're in it. Yeah. That's scary. Oh, scary, scary, scary. Would they give it to Licky? Wandy first. Licky's got the lefty numbers. Wandy's got the psycho. I know it. 
You know I know you know yeah. I know. But. Licky's kind of sexy. Licky's season's awesome. <laughs> yeah, great job for him. It it, it, it <sighs> does suck a little for Licky that he was like a big guy and then, you know, they trade for Holmes, they trade for Wandy, they trade for Joely at a time, jumped him a little bit as a lefty. They bring King comes back, Sevy comes back, and like Licky just like do 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 do. Yeah, by no fault of by his no own, fault of his own, kept dropping down the. But they order. just kept adding relievers that were above him. But that's where I wonder, like Kings get saved at the extra inning guy for like the first like two first innings extra inning guy. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, Licky's numbers against lefties are really good, and I wonder, like, the way they view Wandy. I don't know. Like if, like they could, I think the Yankees like could grab Lucas Lickie and be like, "Here's Devers' chart. Here's the batter you would face in the fourth inning. Get ready for that." What if they go like, what if if Schwarber, mm. Xander, Devers? That's Dude, Schwarber's good. Fuck. That's the lane they've had set up. That's their like two, three, four. Would you go Wandy? And and let him take on Xander, and he gets the the lefties. Yeah, but that's got to be fifth inning or earlier, right? Yeah. So you trust the uh, you trust Chad over Wandy in that lane. Interesting. You trust Holmes over Wandy in that lane. You trust Sevy Laza like who? Schwarber, Xander, Devers. Yeah. They got good balance. Over Chad? I think so, man. That's tough because then if the ship does go down, like, you kind of rather it be with Chad than Wandy, but at the same time, you know, the Chad home run stats, we know all that shit. I don't know, man. Cole, be nasty. Schwarber's one for eight against Wandy. Yep. Cole, be nasty. Xander, only two plate appearances. And we already did Devers, and he's uh, 0 for 6. Don't be surprised if they, they look at that and they go, Wandy might be our Schwarber, Xander, Devers lane. Don't be surprised. The team um, loves him. They beat him up. I'm, I'm worried about Cole. Uh, we're going to do the pregame show tomorrow, which will be much more high energy. Yes. Much more like crooked ways. Much more stuff. And uh, there's some like very specific like what to watch for. Things I have that I'll save for tomorrow because then it'll be like two hours from game time or whatever. You right. Know? But uh, who Judge and Stan need to need to be good for the Yankees to win? Do you see the Yankees winning if Judge and Stan don't get a hit, a run, or an RBI? Like the two Ooh, of them, the two of them don't have, or maybe not a hit, but the two of them both have pro- produced zero runs. Or RBIs. You'd have to think one of them has to be productive. The the other guy that I, I mentioned on Talking Baseball, and he was my last award, is Rizzo. Rizzo's played in a lot of big games. Um, he never feels out of an at-bat. Like, you know, he's either standing on the dish or he's battling or whatever. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fully believe in Rizzo this game. Like, I'm never, I don't think I'm ever going to look at Rizzo and be like, oh, he's overmatched, he's about to get out. Like, if a pitcher makes a mistake, I believe in Rizzo. 
I think Rizzo can make a tough at bat in any moment. I think he can he can be a difference maker. I like that. That made me think that of in the postseason last year, I forget. In our pregame shows, did we go down the lineup and like do an ask from everyone? Mm. I don't know. Sounds nice. Because I think I want to do that tomorrow. Okay. New precedent. Like, yeah. You good with that, Beavers? Just want to go down the order and, like, you know, Judge and Stan, I need you to produce runs. Like, two runs between the two of you. Whether driving it in or scoring. Guardy, I need you to see 15 pitches total. Right. Like, down the line. Okay. The formula. The formula. We'll figure it out once we get the lineup, but yeah. Oh, boy. Is there anything else? Is that it? Is that the show? What do you got, Beebs? A lot of, a lot of just, uh, you huh? know, trying to stay calm. Trying. How you feeling, kid? Good. I hate technology. Okay. We love you. Um, stomach hasn't really dropped yet. But, so I ooh, think tomorrow's really? going to be a bad day. Ooh, my stomach's dropped a couple times. <sighs> Brett Olson says, is Squid starting or Wade starting? We we both think neither. I would start Squid if it was up to me. Squid's got a better chance than Wade. They love Wade. They love, and it's no knock on Wade. They just love being able to pinch run him. How many times has Wade pinch ran this year? Hot. Um... That's something we can find, right? Something 28. 28 times? That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Played 103 games. Um, 35. 23 times. You know what? 28 times, yeah. Again, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be live streaming. Trevor's coming out. He'll be watching us ride, ride the, the emotional train tomorrow. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, I don't know if this is an ask or an idea, but maybe this actually makes me flip Higgy and Odor again. Um, you want Judge and Stanton up with traffic. Like, if, if Judge and Stanton come up with traffic on the bases two and a half times, yeah, that's a formula to win. Yes. If it's two or less, like, those are kind of your chances. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Wade has uh, taken the extra base 17 times. Mm. Or base is taken 17 times out of the 28 times he's uh, pinch ran. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think like now I'm, I think I just found my Joey Gallo ask for tomorrow, but yeah. you're going to have to watch the pregame show. There's going to be a different energy on the pregame show to tomorrow. The pre-game show. It's going to be different energy. It's going to be it's fucking, uh, man. <sighs> I get so nervous. We didn't really talk about it. We'll see if J.D. Martinez is in the lineup. He's got a bad ankle. I think he's going to be in there, but if he's not, this is weird. Like, Schwarber and Devers scare me way more. Yeah. Xander even scares me a little more now. I know Martinez is good, but he's just not, like, the guy. He's not the the the, sharp, the sharpest thorn. He feels like he can. you can beat him for how good he is. Um, like, Schwarber's played in a lot of big postseason games. 
All their lefties are horrifying. Schwarber, Devers, and Verdugo. Yep. Part of me feels like no matter what, JD's on the active roster and they have the threat of him just ready to go, even if they have no intention. He's going to be there. He's going to be there. But he probably is actually going to play. Like, even if he has... If his ankle's bad, bad, like, I think he's in Kirk Gibson at bat. A threat. I think they start. I think he's fine that they start him. DH. Well, there you go. That's the episode. No Jose Iglesias. He can't deke Wade. He cannot deke Wade. He can't play. You can yell stuff from the bench, I guess. So maybe you can. Yeah. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, pregame show. Love you guys. Bino tonight. Bino tonight, 7 o'clock. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.